You're listening to the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast, episode number seven. It's time to look at weight loss in a whole new way. Instead of focusing on calories in, calories out, you'll learn how to use your brain to transform your body and heal your relationship with food. If you're ready to lose your weight for the last time, you're in the right place. Because it's more than what you eat. It's who you are when you're eating. This is the Mindful Weight Loss Podcast. Here's your host, life and weight loss coach, Dr. Michelle Tupman. My husband, Rob, and I just came back from a week-long camping trip in the Rocky Mountains. And we do this every year. We love to hike, especially in the mountains. Um, but it's inevitable that every time we do, we get passed by a group of elderly women. I mean, every single time this happens. It's inspiring, really. Um, but every time it happens, I turn to Rob and I say, I want to be those ladies when I'm in my 80s. Talk about why power. Sure, I hike just fine in the body I have now. My weight doesn't stop me at all. But if I want to still be doing this 40 years from now, I've got to make some changes. And I am. So anyways, on this trip, elderly hikers gave me two pieces of wisdom that are so relevant to the weight loss journey. And I mean, weight loss feels like an uphill battle a lot of the time, so I guess it's fitting. Anyway, on one of our hikes, we met Doug, an 81-year-old gentleman. He said that the key to hiking well into your 80s is to never stop hiking. You have to keep walking week after week, even when you don't feel like doing it. And how true is that for weight loss too? You have to keep going through all the plateaus, through the accidental binges, through the hard times. And then on our first hike, actually, um, first hike of the trip, we were climbing up a steep incline and a group of about seven women in their 70s and 80s whipped right past us. And one of them said, small steps are key. Just put one foot right in front of the other. And then she said, if you take big steps, you'll get tired too fast and you'll never make it to the top of the mountain. And this little nugget of wisdom is the topic for today's podcast. You know, they say the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step or in our case, a single win, because success can be found when we start to take notice of and celebrate all of the little wins along our journey. Like think about Thomas Edison, for example, the inventor of the light bulb. It took him almost 10,000 attempts to create the light bulb. And when he was asked about this, his response was, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. So he took each attempt and he analyzed what worked and what didn't. And his next attempt was just a little bit better. And that's what you want to do when it comes to weight loss, too. You want to look at what works for you, what doesn't work so well, what's likely to trip you up, what's prone to send you down into emotional eating or fog eating. And then you want to ask yourself, how can I be just 1% better? You often hear in weight loss circles, people throwing around the phrase progress, not perfection. And, you know, that's because perfection is absolutely the number one enemy of permanent weight loss. And why is that? Well, first, perfection is impossible. It just doesn't exist. And second, when you aim for perfect and you don't reach it, what happens? Well, for many people, it results in giving up, judging yourself as a failure, berating yourself, and likely eating every single thing in sight to punish yourself or maybe make yourself feel better. And I know this because I've been there a million times. 
And also when you strive for perfection, this sometimes means putting rules around food, like never eating cookies or never eating chips or pizza or whatever it is for you. And you know what happens when you tell yourself you can't have it. You want it more than you ever have. Your inner toddler comes out and has their little tantrum. And then at some point, your willpower just craps right out and you eat it anyway. And then back you go into that self-punishment cycle again. And so nothing ever good comes from striving for perfection. And doing so often results in procrastination as well. Like you set the bar so high for yourself that you convince yourself you can't actually do it. Or you worry you'll do it wrong. Or you'll think you'll have to wait for the perfect time to get started. And so you just don't ever start. And so instead of striving for perfect, aim for progress. Aim for being just 1% better than you were before. Now, people like to roll their eyes at this concept because how does eating one less cookie lead to permanent weight loss? Well, here's how. One small win leads to another and then another and then another until the combination of all of these small little wins leads to bigger and better accomplishments. And I think this actually comes down to how you define success. And many people just get so focused on the outcome, the end game, the goal weight, that you don't even acknowledge all of the small steps you have to take to get there. And this is why I get so irritated by before and after stories, right? It puts the focus on the end game or that number on the scale you're shooting for. But think about a time when you ate all the right things and then stepped on the scale and found that you didn't lose a single pound. You feel like you failed, And I blame social media for this to a certain extent, right? Because (laughs) when you look on social media, it seems like singers seem to make it big overnight, right? And then you see those before and after photos on weight loss sites, or you read stories about 20-somethings making a million dollars overnight in their startup companies. But these success stories are never overnight success stories, right? It just looks that way. But really, they had a series of small wins along the way, and they almost certainly had struggles and roadblocks and setbacks and all the things. We just don't see it. And so instead of recognizing each small win for what they are, you end up viewing them as failures because you aren't exactly where you want to be quite yet. And this, my friends, is a broken strategy. And this is why focusing on the small wins or what I like to call the 1% wins is so effective. It all comes down to the reward systems in your brain, right? So accomplishment activates these reward centers. So every small win gives you that little shot of dopamine, which is one of the feel-good brain chemicals that is linked to motivation. And so a series of small wins guarantees a constant supply of dopamine. And that dopamine signals you to keep doing it again and again and again. And so you end up going out searching for those little 1% wins. Now contrast this to big, hairy, scary goals, like goals that are just too big can literally paralyze you right? The amygdala, which is the part of the brain that responds to fear and threats, well, it hijacks your prefrontal cortex. And that's the thinking part of the brain that allows you to make decisions. And so when you think about your end game goal, like let's say it's losing 100 pounds, for example, your fear systems kick in. It just feels too big and you enter that fight or flight response. 
And you don't have the capacity to make good decisions for yourself when you're in that fight or flight response. And this is totally counterproductive if what you need to do is make good decisions in favor of your health. And so I just want to be clear that ambitious goals, of course, do have a purpose, right? Think about how excited and motivated you feel at first um, when you imagine a big goal, right? You, you get this vision of yourself in a smaller body, having all of the energy you want, not having achy knees and joints and feeling so freaking amazing, right? You get a huge dopamine release from imagining how that's going to feel too. And you feel motivated to get going on it, right? Dopamine is really a teaching signal. So if something is unfamiliar but promising, you know, such as being in a smaller body, you feel the urge to explore it, right? And this is also an evolutionary thing, right? It's how we grow and evolve by exploring these things that are potentially risky, but also have the possibility of great reward. But really, it's the ongoing release of that dopamine that gets you to your goal. And that's why the small wins are so important. In fact, every time you acknowledge one of these small little 1% wins, you get that dopamine hit again and again and again. And this is how we make progress. And in fact, positive psychology research has actually found that celebrating the small wins along the way actually has a much bigger impact than waiting to celebrate your end goal, right? It keeps you engaged. It helps you remember what you're working towards. And it means you get to celebrate every freaking day and feel great about your progress rather than waiting to hit certain milestones and then stressing out about how long it's taking you to get there. So the way you perceive your progress affects your day-to-day motivation because of that sense of accomplishment and feeling that you can actually make a difference with the little things that you do on a day-to-day basis. And there's even more reasons why it's beneficial to collect and celebrate your 1% wins. And first, it actually gives you a great energy boost. Like think about one small thing you've done for yourself in favor of your health today. How does it feel? Like, what does your body experience when you focus on your wins? You'll probably notice that it injects you with a little bit of energy and a little bit of motivation. And so once you get in the habit of celebrating your little wins every day and getting these little energy boosts on a regular basis, it becomes so much easier to go out there and collect another win and another win and another win. Right? You can see where this is going. Now, second, collecting and celebrating your 1% wins gives you a much needed perspective shift. You can really start to see how far you've come rather than how far you still have to go. It also puts your awareness more in the present moment rather than ruminating on mistakes from the past or worrying about the future or focusing on that end game goal. And paying attention to what you're doing now is key to weight loss, right? Because it's all about the decisions you make in the moment now. It also helps you to be more aware of your thoughts and feelings. And of course, that is so important because it's your thoughts and feelings that lead you to your actions and ultimately your results. And the third great benefit is that when you celebrate your wins, you're actually celebrating yourself. And you begin to see yourself and what you're capable of in a much more favorable light. And then you end up relying on your own positive feedback rather than looking to the outside world to tell you you're doing a good job. 
And guess what happens when you love yourself more? You got it. You collect more wins. You just can't go wrong. And like, here's another major bonus of celebrating your 1% wins. When you're focused on your successes, your wins, your bright spots, you engage more fully in your life in general. And so you gain more confidence and you start to find yourself naturally gravitating towards the positive. It's literally a recipe for more joy and happiness in your life. And one thing I know for sure with weight loss is that if you're miserable and not enjoying the journey, you're never going to get there. And as Thomas Edison and his light bulbs taught us, the 1% wins provide us with an opportunity for learning and growth, right? Each one serves as a little mini experiment that can provide quick feedback so that we can learn and adapt. Here's a great example. Like, let's say your 1% win today is getting a medium-sized popcorn at the movie theater instead of a large one. And you learned that the medium was actually enough for you. And perhaps you also learned that if you do get the large, you're going to eat it all anyway, just because it's there. And so maybe from there, you decide that when you eat other things that you tend to eat mindlessly until they're gone, that you can choose to just give yourself smaller portions. You know, so for example, a bowl of chips instead of eating out of the bag or putting your ice cream in a bowl instead of eating it out of the tub, right? This is exactly how your 1% wins can add up to really big victories over the long run. And here's another thing collecting 1% wins does. The small wins lower the bar, right? They scale down the effort required to be successful. And they also minimize opportunity for making excuses for yourself. Like, think about it for a second. If your goal is simply to eat chips out of the bowl rather than the bag, how much easier is this going to be for you than if your goal is, for example, to stop eating the chips altogether? I've watched this play out in my own life over and over again. It's like, I love chips and dip, right? So I will go into a phase where I swear off chips and dip forever. And then I last a week or two and then I have a crappy shift at work or something and I stop at the 7-Eleven on the way home and I get the chips and dip. And then everything feels better because I don't have to fight against the craving for chips and dip anymore. And then I feel soothed after the crappy shift. And I've gone through this cycle countless times. But then when I decided instead to just put a few chips in the bowl, I felt satisfied with that. I was still eating the chips and dip, but I was eating way less of it. And I celebrated each time I only ate a small bowl of chips instead of the whole bag. And before long, I was eating chips only rarely. And at no point did I ever suffer or struggle, right? And this is the power of taking small steps rather than big ones, just like those little old ladies on the mountain said. Focusing on the 1% wins can also reduce the feeling of overwhelm that can accompany that big, scary endgame goal. Like when I started my own weight loss journey, I had almost 100 pounds to lose. And thinking about everything I'd have to change to lose 100 pounds was scary enough for me to not even try for several years, right? It just felt too big, too daunting, too impossible. And the more weight I gained, the more impossible it all felt to lose. And I'm a perfectionist and I was afraid of failure. And all of this just stopped me from trying. But when I started asking myself instead, like, how can I be just 1% better today? It felt so much more doable. And I started focusing on the things that I could do, the things that I could control, the things that I could 
see progress with over the course of a day rather than a big 100 pound loss. And, you know, I just felt so much, it felt so much more doable and I felt so much more confident. And those small wins really did end up turning into major victories. So every time I hit another five pound weight loss, I marvel at how effortless it seemed to get there. And yet I know from my previous experience that if I was waiting to celebrate every five or 10 pound loss on the scale, I'd be frustrated and anxious about how long it was taking to get there. So celebrating the daily 1% wins is just such a better way to get there. And the great news here is that you can actually choose to celebrate your wins rather than commiserate with your failures. And, but why don't we? Why don't we naturally celebrate our wins? Like, why is it so much easier to focus on what goes wrong? Well, as Rick Hansen loves to say, negative experiences stick to the brain like Velcro and positive ones like Teflon. And this is really true. Like, I was typically a straight A student in school. And, you know, once in a while, I would get a B, usually in gym class, to be honest. And it didn't matter how many A's I got. I would be focused on the total devastation of that single B. It's just what our brains like to do. And from an evolutionary perspective, it makes a lot of sense, right? Because as cavemen, we faced threats to life and limb on a daily basis. And our brain needed to focus on everything that could go wrong to keep us alive and fed. But in modern society today, we don't face those same threats. But our brains still think that we do, though. And so we have to be really intentional about focusing on the wins. And because of neuroplasticity, we can train our brains to focus on the good to focus on those 1% wins. And the best way to do this is to track them. So track your 1% wins in the same way you would track consistency with any other habit. You want to write down every single win you collect during the day and celebrate each and every single one. Like I like to write all of my wins in a little notebook. Like this, this is something that just works really well for me. And I celebrate each one just by giving myself a little mental high five, like a mental pat on the back, telling myself a good job. And that's all it takes to get that dopamine flowing. And I'd say on average, I probably collect about 10 to 15 wins every day. Because remember, these are the little wins that you're collecting, not big, huge steps, just the little decisions you make in favor of your health as you go about your day. And when I first started this, I guess it took maybe about 10 days before it became easier to really acknowledge the wins. And this little habit, it's made such a huge difference in my mental game of weight loss. And I just want to reinforce again that this is all about aiming to be just 1% better and not going balls out when it comes to weight loss, right? You just got to get a little bit of dopamine with each little 1% win, and then you know that you're on the right path to reaching your goal. And think about how much easier it is to think about the small things. And remember those 1% wins, just having one less cookie, or maybe getting thin crust instead of normal crust pizza, whatever it is for you. Think about how much easier it is to consider this than giving up pizza or cookies altogether. And here's just one final caution before we end for today. You have to believe your goal is possible. You have to believe that you can lose your weight and keep it off for good. 
And then you collect your 1% wins on the road to that goal and you be relentless, you be inspired, you be confident. And then you'll just let that continual burst of dopamine keep you on the path. Alrighty, because this habit is so integral to successful weight loss, I'm going to host a little 1% win challenge for you. Starting August 30th, we'll gather together in a private Facebook group for one week and your challenge will be to collect 100 little wins for yourself over the course of that week. We'll encourage each other on, we'll learn how to celebrate these little 1% wins and you'll see just how much of an effect it will have on your motivation, your confidence and your ability to succeed. And even just your mindset in general when it comes not just to weight loss, but to life. So if you'd like to join us in this challenge, head on over to www.waysahealth.com forward slash win. The link will be down in the show notes for you as well. I hope to see you there. And in the meantime, I'd love to hear about your 1% wins. So reach out to me at Ways of Health on both Facebook and Instagram and tell me all about it. Now, coming up next week, we'll talk about the real reason why those lovely chocolatey mint Girl Scout cookies are so damn dangerous. Until then, thank you for listening. I appreciate you more than you know.